Good evening or good, good afternoon, everyone. It's uh, 4.30 and the fire district meeting is going to convene. Uh, let's start with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Belinda, if you would give a roll call, please. Yes. Frank Maupin. Here. Tom Carroll. Present. Britt Bourne. Present. B.J. Yetter. Present. Steve Imhoff. Here. Don Kincaid. Here. Okay. Uh, the minutes have been supplied to you. Uh, we need a motion on the minutes or any adjust a uh, motion on the minutes for approval, but it, are there any uh, augmentations? If not, we'll entertain a motion. So moved. Don? Second. Britt? All in favor, signify by saying aye or raise your hand. Aye. Aye. Do we have any additions to the agenda? No. None noted. Um, at this time, we'll turn it over to Belinda for the district clerk's reports. Okay. Um, did you want to excuse Dan Lehan? And Dottie's going to be here in a few minutes. He's just running late. Sure, I forgot that. Let's go ahead and make a motion to excuse Dan Lehan. Move we um, excuse Dan Lehan from this meeting. Second. Frank and Tom, all in favor. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Thank you. All right, Belinda, back to you. Okay. Um, I have the expense reports that were in your packet, just um, showing you what we spent in February and March, if you had any questions. Does anyone have any question on expenses? Uh, wonder why we do all this at one time. So we'll go ahead and move forward to the next agenda item. Okay. Uh, next, I have the year to date report. Um, uh, so for our 2021 budget, we have received 42% of our revenue that we're expecting. Um, we have so much right now is because Hamilton uh, County, the real estate money has um, come in at 53%. So um, expenses, everything's just very ordinary. On the second page, it shows that on the expense side of the budget, we've spent 20%. So if you have any questions on that, let me know. Okay, uh, the next item on the agenda that we have is your five-year forecast. Yep, five-year forecast. We updated it um, 
Let's see. Um, so you'll see there's a, a, a thick line in the middle. So 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25, that's our five-year forecast. And then we have the previous five years. Okay. Um, I just thought I would mention just a couple things. In 2020, we um, the income is a little bit higher than we expect for 2021 because of a lot of grants that we received. And I highlighted those. Um, you should be able to see that. Um, and as far as expense goes, it looks like in, um, I highlighted anything out of the ordinary in almost every year. So you'll see if you, uh, 2021, 2020, we had radios of 53,000. Let's go over to this year, 2021. Um, doesn't look like anything out of the ordinary. Uh, 2022, if you look on the second, uh, flip it over, we're going to have a new line item starting in 2022 called um, 300.043 fire and EMS reporting. And it, we're estimating it's going to be $10,000 a year. And the chief will talk about that. We had a software program we've been using for years um, that was a lot less money, but they're there's something going on with that right now where we can't, we're not going to um, be able to get that anymore. And the chief will tell you why. Uh, let's see. 2023, it looks like um, the chief has put that we need to get an ambulance in that year. So I've shown the ambulance financing of 250,000. That should be highlighted. And then if you go on the expense side of 2023, you'll see the ambulance purchase will be 250,000. So we'll, we'll probably get a loan of 250 and then pay it to the vendor for 250,000. Then you look right next to it, it shows our first ambulance payment in 2024 for 47,000. That's just forecasting. And then if you look on the second page on the bottom, where I highlighted um, beginning cash balance and ending cash balance, that's probably the most, you're interested in that probably the most. Um, so you'll see in 2020, we carried over to 2021, 1,388,082.48, and it goes over from there based on our forecasting. So, it, you know, we had a little bit of, um, we were a little bit under um, excess of revenues for 2020. We thought it was going to be more than that, but it wasn't. And then you can see going forward for the next five years, if we spend and receive what we're forecasting right now, um, that retained earnings or carryover balance will go down significantly in um, 2024. 2023 each year, it's a little bit more. So were there any questions on that? The chief will talk about that a little bit, a little bit more. Did you have any questions for me? You have been provided with the financials. Uh, does anyone have any uh, questions or update for Belinda? 
I'd like to entertain a motion to accept. Oh, I think Tom is. Tom. Go ahead, Tom. I didn't see you. <laughs> sorry, BJ. I'm sorry. I raised my hand. I know you wouldn't expect that from me. So I. Uh, first time ever. <laughs> I, fair enough. Uh, Belinda, just real quick, it looked to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that in the 2023 time period, we have a quarter million dollars for the ambulance on the revenue and expense side, both. But as I look at the revenue side, it doesn't look like it's it's counted in there. We're still at around $1.8 million of revenue. So that the 250 bond or, or debt financing, however that's structured, didn't seem to be counted as a revenue. And Am I correct in that? And, and if so, um, it's too early for us to decide exactly how we go about procuring an ambulance a couple of years from now. I, I recognize that. But it seems to me that if the cost of funds is still quite low, we should consider the debt instrument that I think is what you said uh, Chief Matter is contemplating. And where I'm going with that is, is looking at how I always look at this sheet is looking at where we where we run the risk where our ending cash balance is at or below the $600,000. So that's when we're, we've kind of tentatively said that's about the point we go out for our next levy. So all of that financing, all of our expenditures relate to ultimately when we go out for a levy. And, and that's kind of where I have my target on. So maybe you can elaborate a little bit on those several questions. Yes. Yeah. I just added up, since I'm missing something, I added up 2023 revenue. That's what you're talking about. You were thinking that, that you were saying that the 250,000 is not in that 1,000,008 revenue number. Well, something seems to be missing, like EMS bit, billing maybe is not in there. I guess, oh. I guess yeah. there's no EMS billing in that line. Oh, huh, you're right. Because the, the revenue is pretty flat, you know, 1.8, you know, so so that seems to change the, the calculation quite a bit. Yes, yeah. yes. I knew something wasn't included in it for it to be flat like that. That's a good catch, Tom. I missed that. Okay, well, let me add it up again. Um, and as far you're right about as far as where the um, the board, I think it was six hundred thousand. Yes. That you wanted to keep in retained earnings or carryover balance. So we're going to be. I mean, just really three hundred twenty-five thousand. Well, that'll, that'll carry all the way forward in 23 and 24. Yeah. Benefit. Yeah. So from my way of thinking, just bottom line math, the earliest we would need to go out is 2024 if we do the debt financing the way the chief is contemplating, which makes sense to me unless interest rates are tremendously high, which we won't know for 18 months. Here's my biggest concern with all this. And Tom, we spoke already. I'm I'm concerned about inflation factors on some of this stuff, but I think if we can hang in there around that price and maintain that, I think uh, that's all doable, if you know what I mean, so. And to elaborate a little further, one of the things that I'm gonna be urging us as a board to do 
uh, and wait, waiting for the chief's report on the idea of replacement roof or however we're going to handle the, the roof at the firehouse, but to install the solar that has implications for this five-year forecast as well. So I, I want to understand all of the, all of how those fit together. So perhaps whenever you're bringing forward something for us on either the roof or the solar, um, the five-year forecast will be updated and then reflect the, um, the best intelligence we have on, on the numbers. Yeah, Tom, uh, just briefly, if I could, the uh, Moya Roofing was out here. Um, he emailed me yesterday and said he's going to have the quote to me soon. And then the other group was uh, HKC out of Gulf Manor, and they have not got back to me yet, so I'll follow up with them. Um, and then we'll see what those price points are. That'll be included as well. Um, in terms of the ambulance financing, um, that's pretty much what we were thinking to do, was try to, to finance it with the interest rates being low. Uh, we're projecting 2023. We know, I know we talk about 2023 or 2024. Uh, we're trying to keep the ambulances on a 15 year rotation cycle. Uh, so 2023 does put our oldest one at uh, 15 years. Um, and then our plan is actually uh, to not liquidate that one. That'll be kept in reserve because we do keep the two pretty much on the road. But if we have one go down, we don't want to start relying too much on our, our neighborhood uh, departments to, to fill in for us. Uh, plus, there's still opportunity for us down the road for um, some other areas to, to work with, which falls in the report that you guys got from me, the written report last week. Uh, so we're trying to also kind of plan ahead for possibilities that, that may come to fruition. We just don't know yet. Hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to run the numbers real quick, but, you know, really... We carry over from 21 to 22, 937,000. And I did show a loss of 581. So you have to add this, I have to add the 325 positive into that number. Well, so Linda, I have every confidence you can figure this out, but I never like to present to council math on the fly. So I welcome you to continue to figure it out, but I'd also be more than willing to just give you more time and come back to us whenever you, whenever you're, you're ready at the next meeting. Okay. Actually, Tom, we'll get that ahead to you uh, before the next meeting. So I'll, I should have the quotes for the, the roof to give us some direction on where we're going to go with that. Um, whether we reappropriate money to fund that or where we go from there. So, so as soon as we get all that information, we'll pass it on to the board. Thank you. Okay, I need a motion to accept the district court's reports uh, and uh, note that the, there'll be a new forecast model put out. Motion to accept. Steve? I need a second. I'll second. Huh? Frank. All right, all in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Uh, Hi. Motion carried. All right, Chief, you're up. Okay. Uh, just uh, to follow up on a few things that were in the uh, letter that were in your packet. I, excuse me a second. I had to do that before. Sorry. 
Uh, I'll hop in the packet. I did get uh, the results of our uh, validity for our testing for the new full-time process for an entry-level firefighter medic. Um, IOS says that the uh, report that they generated for us based upon how the questions were answered show that the, uh, the test looks like it will represent what our district is looking for, uh, which then makes it valid. And it also then stands up to uh, potential scrutiny down the road uh, since they're writing the test. We don't take the liability of writing something that's unfair. Um, so that is in now. Uh, so since we've confirmed that, uh, we're going to start working up the process to uh, get the advertising out, get the job description out. Uh, that'll be about a 30-day window for advertising. I'll still have to confirm with the Park Schools the use of their building uh, for testing. Um, so that'll take uh, probably a couple weeks of that as well. So we have time to do testing. We have to do it in two sessions or we can do it in just one. Uh, so we're probably still talking a good, uh, at least a good eight weeks out on this whole process. Um, the good news is that is it is an entry level position. It's not not hurting us too bad. Uh, the Chris and I have been filling in a few more shifts just to keep the staffing levels up and have two medics on on duty at all times. But um, it, I think it will be it'll be good to get that six person back online. And then again down the road, depending upon how things go, uh, I'd like to keep that test at least the list alive for at least a year. Uh, if we do have an opportunity to hire more people down the road due to maybe fun volume with other areas, I'd like to have the opportunity not to have to redo the entire test again. So uh, unless there's any objections to what I put in the, the last report to you guys, uh, we'll go ahead and proceed with that starting tomorrow with uh, working up what we need to do for our advertising and job descriptions. Anyone have any objections on where we're going with this? All right, let's move on. Uh, as I said, I'm waiting on a couple of the roof proposals. Um, as, you, as you saw, the one from Deer Park Roofing was uh, in excess of $50,000. So I talked with Alan about that, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, if we get anything under 50000 can we accept that, or would it be in our best interest still to present a bid package so it looks like it's fair and we're not just shopping around? So 50,000 is your bid threshold. That's what you're required to do. Um, I don't think if you get something under 50 that there's any requirement or best practice to, to bid it. Um, that's up to the board, depending on what they want to do from a, a business standpoint. But I, I don't, you know, you, you have authority up to 50 uh, and the revised code sets that for a reason. So if you get something less than that, it's appropriate. Uh, like I like I said in the letter, I've never done anything where we've had to actually go through the bid process. Uh, the radios were at state bid. The uh, Clint was at state bid, so we didn't have to really go through all that. So I just want to make sure that I do it the right way and don't uh, string us up on something. And and uh, you know, I, I just don't want to do it the wrong way. Is what I'm saying. So yeah, we'll we'll work through it. Not a problem. Okay. Um, and then Alan knows um, we've. Uh, We've talked a couple times with a representative, uh, former fire chief Steve Ashbrock, who was at uh, Madeira Indian Hill. He's doing some assessment and consulting work for Gulf Manor, helping him try to navigate this whole um, change from the Little Miami Fire District to their own. I have another meeting with him on Thursday morning to review some of the answers that uh, I guess Gulf Manor has. Uh, we haven't had any direct a conversation with our golf man representative since January. 
Uh, and I just want to let the board know that we are we're not discussing this through Steve as an intermediary. Um, his job is just to consult. So I uh, just want everybody to know that the original terms that we uh, that you saw that we'd sent are what we're standing by at this point. And if discussion comes up about that, we'll we'll reconvene with the board and and uh, see which direction we want to go. But it's a slow process that uh, unfortunately kind of puts us behind the eight ball too, and some of the things that we want to plan for in the future. Uh, not knowing if that's going to be a station that runs, if it's going to be eliminated altogether. You know, it's one of our big mutual aid partners. So uh, as more becomes available, uh, I will update you on that as well. Chief, what is Steve's capacity there? My understanding, and, and Alan, correct me if I'm wrong, but he is actually looking at the proposals that have come from different agencies oh. to determine what, I guess try to make an apples, an apples comparison for what, our version is compared to somebody else's. Oh, uh, for example, as we discussed, we don't really have an intention of staffing that firehouse. Um, to do so would totally destroy our budget, and it wouldn't be fair to the citizens that support us. Uh, so our proposal is a little different than some of the other ones. Um, so I guess they're trying to get a handle on what that actually looks like in terms of, of what they're getting for their money. That about B something B about yeah, BJ, he's a consultant. He's producing a report. Uh, and then Golf Manor will pick up the discussions based on his report. Very well. Thank you. Uh, and then um, I guess this will be COVID related slash station related. Um, we will be hosting the cookout again that we have been in the past for the Memorial Day Parade. Um, if the board is comfortable with meeting in person in June, uh, I don't have a problem with, with us meeting together. Um, the staff that wanted to be vaccinated has been vaccinated. Uh, we're still taking precautions to keep the place clean. There are many of you have been able to get vaccinated as well. Um, so if the the board would like to consider reconvening in person, um, I'm more than happy to, to try to get us to spread out as best as possible. Uh, if there's still some discomfort, I'm happy to meet online as well. So whatever uh, the board wishes to do, I'll be amenable to either decision. And just to add to that, um, so right now the state law hasn't been amended. The, the current authority to meet virtually expires at the end of June. So it, unless something changes, you're looking at meeting in person in July anyway. My feeling is, is we follow state guidelines and let's stay within the parameters of that. So, uh, Alan, thank you. <coughs> I'm happy to meet in person with whatever social distancing requirements we have. Yes. Um, Tom, can I relay the, the question again? Uh, so uh, Village of Silverton is considering having Hamilton County do a pop-up uh, vaccine site at their uh, at their town hall. Um, yes, if uh, the fire department would like to participate, and obviously we would assist in any way we possibly could. And he also asked, if would we be able to be a, a participating site as well? Um, I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I don't know if the parking is any better at one place or the other. I think we both have access for people that might have disabilities in terms of their mobility. So if it works out at Silverton Town Hall, we can come down any way you'd like us to. And uh, if it works better for our place, by all means, just let me know and we'll, we'll make the arrangements. Very well. 
And aside from that, um, there's really been nothing else to report. Um, I will be going the first week of June for the first uh, for the first week of my OFE. Uh, I talked to Tom briefly last, uh, well, two weeks ago on another matter, and uh, I let him know that I've already got homework going on. Uh, a lot of folks reading, some short papers already written, so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it's culture shock for me to be back in school. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be really valuable, um, even with just these first few assignments. I found some things I think are going to help uh, both me personally and the district as a whole. So uh, I thank you guys for the opportunity to, to attend, and uh, I'll keep you posted. And hopefully, I have some bragging rights when it's all done. Try to go, try to get the uh, valedictorian award. You will. You'll have a good time. I was I was never a valedictorian in school, so it'll be a, it'll be a nice change of pace. Anything else, Chief? Uh, I have nothing else unless the board has any questions of me. At this time, anybody have any questions for the chief? All right, let's have a let's move on. Or I need a motion to accept the chief's report. I move we accept the chief's report. Frank. Second. Great. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, reports or statements by trustees and old uh, district matters. Do we have anything? All right, do we have anything under reports or statements by trustees on new district matters? At this time, uh, since there's none of that, the uh, public forum, anybody have any comments or questions from the public? Doesn't look like it. What was that, ma'am? Doesn't look like it. Okay. Uh, any type of deliberations of trustees regarding district matters, operations, finance, any proposal, resolutions, or enactments? Do we have any questions of those? Madam Clerk, do we have any correspondence? No, we don't. Okay. Uh, BJ, I would like to um, just let the board know we received a very nice thank you note from uh, the Jewish Community Center, uh, the Marison Center over there on Ridge Road. Um, mm. They had a dryer fire over there that required uh, everybody to call for some assistance. Uh, so they were very appreciative of uh, all the help we gave them. So uh, we don't get a whole lot of those in from businesses. We usually get a lot of little thank you notes or goodies from the residents. But uh, for business to go out of the way, we greatly appreciate that. Um, I do have something. Chief, I want to thank you for your help with our problem over at the Wick Shower. Um, I think uh, your leadership and diligence in helping the city. Uh, we had a situation there where uh, the staff was basically absent from the building and there was unattended individuals. So uh, the chief helped us move the ball forward with our police chief and um, action is being taken. So thank you, Chief. For that. Right, you're welcome. Do we have any resolutions or legislations to enact? No, we don't. Okay. Well, the next meeting is June 15th. Uh, the question is of the board, do you want to meet in person or do you want to do Zoom? I can go either way. I can go either way also. I just share that Silverton Council has been meeting in person 
um, in, in a building since the fall. And we'd been meeting in person in a park uh, during the summer. And um, as you as you may know, our council members, many of them are, are in a higher risk category because of their age. Mm-hmm. And um, they've been comfortable doing it. Um, that's that said, if somebody wants to express concern about meeting in person, please do so. But I, I would be comfortable meeting as a board in person. And, and Denny, I don't know if there's any rearrangements we need to do to the room. We tend to have more space for the public. We could spread out the board a little bit more, however you want to do that. But yeah, we, we can certainly make uh, spacing uh, wider. Well, if we, even, if we only have two or three tables for the public, it's not like we've been overwhelmed in the past. And if, that, if that's the case, then we'll move out to the base. Um, Deer Park's been meeting in person all along, and I agree with Tom. We've done our social distancing and our plexiglass and everything else, so um, I have no problem meeting in person. Yeah. One of my concerns throughout the whole thing was that I didn't want uh, to expose you guys unnecessarily because we were and still do see people with COVID. Sure. So I didn't want us, one of our people to track something in, and then you guys unwittingly get exposed to it. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm happy to rearrange the room. I need a need a reason to, to kind of get back into more normal stuff here. So I'd, I'd love to have it at the firehouse if we could. Okay, well, why don't we do a little vote real quick. All in favor of having it in person, just signify by raising your hand, say aye. 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 Opposed? So moved. We'll meet in person. If there's nothing else, I'll have a motion for adjournment. So move. Don? Seconded. Frank? All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Thank you all. That concludes our meeting. And thank you for your hard work. Denny, we'll be looking forward to those roof reports that you're going to be getting. Yep. And, uh, I will, um, I'll reach out to H, HKCHKR. I'll, I'll reach out to the one in Gulf Manor. Like I said, Malloy's Roofing contacted me and said it's on the way. So I'd expect that in the next couple of days. Hopefully it's under 50,000. <laughs> We're trying. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a good one. Thanks.